The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about Let's get to psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore East. What's going on, Mo? <clears throat> Hey, what's going on, listeners? I survived the cuts with Endeavor. <laughs> oh, you just, you just didn't answer your phone. That's what happened. Hey, it's some smart things to do. <laughs> take a, take take life lessons from JTG, right? That's what I have to say. The JTG uh, method of staying employed. <laughs> <laughs> and we're joined by our Rawcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Kalunga. What's going on, Sam? Hello, everyone. Thank you once again for joining us here on the Rawcast. You can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, and your usual suspects that you use to listen to your podcasts. All you have to do is just do a search for the WrestleCast dash to CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day, holding the WrestleCast sign. And the Rawcast and all of our programming will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. Don't forget about the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Pay to five. All right, fellas. We'll get into it, Sam, unless you guys want to talk about SmackDown and uh, the beginning of SmackDown. Actually, that whole episode of SmackDown was pretty good. I, You know what? I had, some, I had a couple of notes about the SmackDown, but I just completely forgot them. Okay. Well, Did you already record SmackDown Madness and with Simi and Jay? I did. I just uploaded the wrong one. I fixed it though. So it, you should have two in your podcast queues. The newest one is the right one. That's terrible. And well, sometimes that happens. I, 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 I get ready to listen to it today and then I hear your lovely voice uh, <laughs> pop in and I'm like, oh, this isn't the right one. Yeah, he's like, when did Mo do a run in? <laughs> right, he said, "Did I sleep? Did I sleep? What happened?" <laughs> but the, you know, um, um, you know, Miss J to the mass is like Roman. I, I have limited dates, so you know, she'd be out here that, doing other things. So I have to catch her when we can. I mean, it's okay though. It happens. I mean, there have been podcasts that I've listened to that have nothing but like dead air for like the whole hour. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, it should be uh, it should be fixed now though. It was fun. It was, it was a good time. But uh, yeah, so which I think uh, Austin Theory getting a, another shot at the big time. He getting the rub. Brian Alvarez is pissed. 
<laughs> Did you hear about this, Will? No. What's that? What happened? Brian Alvarez had a personal note to uh, to Austin Theory telling him to stop working like a nineties uh, a nineties Attitude Era wrestler. And then, like, Corny, Corny took offense to it. He's like, well, what do you want to do? Start working like like your little flippy boy, fl- flippy friends? Right. <laughs> he's like, he's in the ring with Officer Steve Austin. He was like, he's doing something, right? <laughs> when he was like, no, when uh, Austin Theory was like, it's The Rock and Austin together again. <laughs> Uh, that was a pretty good. That was a pretty good surprise that they hit on SmackDown. It's damn good because people was talking shit about The Rock and his lack of uh, love. Because just that same day, I was reading stuff about him, about him not doing appearances anymore and not doing like WrestleManias and this and that. Mm. And then he just pops up on SmackDown. He's like, yeah, I'll show them. Yes. Well, you know why? You know why he was on SmackDown? The writer strike, I know. No, because they was in Colorado. And Pat McAfee filmed his show there, which is why Pat McAfee was on on Raw on SmackDown as well too. Mm-hmm. Uh. So and it was all, all the whole time to um the Colorado Colorado State game over the over the weekend. Oh, okay, and I like how Pat McAfee was like, I've been taking advantage of like the uh, the local laws, right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Austin Theory. I mean, not Austin Theory. Uh, the well, I'm not thinking Austin Theory. When I'm thinking L.A. Knight got the win over the Miz, so it looks like their feud is officially over. Um, and then the main event segment, Solo and and uh, Jimmy looks like they're gonna be facing off against AJ and John Cena. Uh, Grayson Waller was the highlight. The faces he was making in the background was hilarious. The uh, little promo from the LWO made me think that Santos was going to jump Ray. Yeah, that's what it made it seem like, right? Right. He's like, he's like, yeah, we're family until now. Boom. I wouldn't be surprised. That's usually the that's usually the setup. That's why we're getting EO versus um, Oscar this week. I really don't like how they've been doing EO lately. Treating her as like a henchwoman and not the champion. That's what happens when they book the champion in these tag team matches. Right. That's why people was walking out. Like even like even this match upcoming, there's been like no fanfare for it. Even though like this is like a I really want to see those two together. I, I like when they when they wrestle each other. What do you mean uh, people was walking out, Mo? You know, you see where Trent, you see where Naomi is at, and you see where Sasha's at. Uh, oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You think Sasha really going to get that AEW money, or she was just there because it was the place to be for that day? I'm sure she wasn't injured. She'd be on the roster right now. Mm, okay. Okay. And Naomi, she gets all the little Caesars that she wants. So. <laughs> so you think Jade's got a? Uh, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit. You think she got a ninety day? I thought she was just done outright. 
No, her contract ran out. I Meaning her contract so she, expired. Oh, okay. So yeah, she, there was no release. No, no release. Moxley. She can just go. Yeah, <laughs> she did a Lex Luger. <laughs> she did. She did a job on the way out. Mm-hmm. Which, like, uh, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this: if you're gonna leak that your star is leaving, don't do it the day that she's that the match is airing. Do it when it's gonna happen. If you're gonna be petty like that, because kind of because they're the ones that leaked all that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, anything else y'all want to add about SmackDown before we let Sam tell us about Raw? Nope, I'm done. Hard healing analysis from most of them this week, y'all. I know, right? All right, Sam. Saw you, buddy. Tell us about Monday Night Raw from Salt Lake City, Utah. Alrighty, let's see here. Alrighty. Cody Rhodes comes out in the Code of Boring 20 minute promo. He says he wants to talk about Jay Uso. Dominic comes down by himself. He stands on the stage. And they don't mess with his mic, but they do mess with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Talks about Jay Uso joining the Judgment Day. He says Rhea was injured by Nia Jax, a story as old as time. You know, because she injures people. Mm, gotcha. Okay. He will be dedicating his victory against Cody tonight to Mommy. Cody says no one heard him, and he would he remind repeating that again. He calls Dom and Rio, Laura Winslow, and Urkel. Even though it's been established that they are, like in, in universe, they are together. They are, you know, fooling around and stuff. It's not like he's like chasing after her or something. So I don't know why he said that. Yeah, because he eventually did get the girl. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cody suggests that Mommy is so interested in getting, getting Jay Uso in the group because she wants to uh, partake in a little parallel parking together. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Dom gets upset and says, everyone in the Judgment Day is like family. Uh, they mean Finn come down, I guess, to be in Dom's corner for the next match. I don't That's what I figured. Excuse me. Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. Dragon Lee is in the crowd. Next week, he will challenge for the North American title. The match occurs. Shenanigans with Judgment Day happens. Dom tries the three amigos. On the second one, Cody tries to counter, but ends up landing sideways. Did y'all see this? Mm-hmm. I did not look pretty. Neither at all. Uh, they try it again, and Cody does a proper counter this time. Cody Cutter and Crossroads for the one, two, three. Judgment Day appear on the apron and get ready to attack. But Sammy and KO run down the even the odds. Judgment Day think about it, and they decide to exit stage left through the crowd. Uh, during commercial, Kevin called Cody back. And after commercial, Kevin confronts Cody about bringing Jay Uso to Raw. He wants to know why Cody thought it was a good idea. Uh, he wants. He says he wanted to make the crowd happy. Cody says Jay deserves a second chance, and he wants to give him a chance to change. Sammy interjects and says, "Kale takes a bit more time to Kale takes a bit more time to warm up to people, but he knows Jay Uso and the situation Jay had to dig himself out of. He deserves a second chance." Uh, the two of them have given each other second chances. KO says he can't trust Jay Uso, but he trusts Cody and Sammy, and he hopes they are right. Okay, so Adam Pierce is backstage explaining to New Day that one of the Viking Raiders is not cleared for a night's two out of three falls match. So he puts together a match between Kofi and Ivar. So Cody Kingston versus Ivar. Good match. Cody gets the W after making a comeback and hitting Troll in Paradise in the middle of the ring. Jackie Redman interviews Ricochet. He says Nakamura sees this as a ploy to play mind games with Seth. 
Rollins, but tonight he is fired up. So Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ricochet. Before the match can begin, Seth Rollins comes down. Adam Pearce and his goons try to hold him back. Mm-hmm. He gets away from them and runs after Nakamura, who hides behind security. The match gets underway, and Ricochet goes after Nakamura. The two have a physical. The two have a physical match. The two fight on the outside. Ricochet hits Nakamura with a chair and gets disqualified. And once again, Samantha Irvin has to say another man's name. <laughs> Uh, Raw Ricochet is arguing with the ref. Nakamura attacks him. Rollins jumps in again in the two fight at ringside. Nakamura puts Rollins through the announce table and then leaves. So what did y'all think of, that, of all that? This whole Ricochet being the supporting player here, I'm like, come on now. And he's taking the L's and Samantha's going to announce somebody else's name. So that you, he's you, been you taking L's since, since, uh, since uh, Logan Paul. Right. I said he's going to be sleeping on the couch for a while. <laughs> uh, Piper and Chelsea are interviewed. That they are asked about Shayna and Zoe. Chelsea says they aren't even a real team. <laughs> Friendship makes a real team, like her and Piper. Mm-hmm. And Piper asks if they are, in fact, friends. And if they are, then what country she is from? Chelsea answers Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Piper rolls her eyes and then leaves. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Chelsea and Piper versus Shayna. Oh, I wrote Shayna and Shayna. So we'll see how that works. <laughs> Let's see Shayna and Zoe. Uh, good match. Piper really showing her power off, throwing Zoe around. Piper and Shayna fight on the outside. Uh, suddenly Naya returns to injure someone else uh, she attacks Piper gets into the ring Samoan drops Zoe and then hits her with a senton Naya grabs Chelsea and tosses her around the, across the ring like a doll <clears throat> Naya attacks Sheena her former tag team partner she climbs the turnbuckle and Bonze drops her which Cole calls the Annihilator so I'm, I'm glad yes. they finally have a name for that Right. Chad Gable asks Adam Pierce about Seth. He asks what he needs to do to get one more match against Gunther. Oh yeah, he asks about Seth because he asks how he's doing. And he asks what he needs to do to get one more match against Gunther. Adam says Gable has to earn his way in. Uh, Bronson is there and he tells him to get to the back of the line. Gable says he, he's made a career out of suplexing big boys like him. Bronson says he can't suplex me. The challenge has been laid down for tonight. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Um, dang it. Jackie Redman interviews Jey Uso. She asks about Kale's remarks. Jay says he has eyes on his back and a huge target on him. Damien interrupts and asks Jay for a favor. Judgment Day is looking for a new so. He wants him to join their team. He does the We're a Real Family Spiel. This, is, this sounds like a gang recruitment. I don't know if y'all ever heard those back in the day, but I heard a lot of them. It's like, we're a real family. They tried to recruit you in a gang? They tried. It's hard. I know it sounds really, really, it sounds really silly, but it it was a thing. I can imagine you trying to crip walk. (laughs) Yeah, listen to me. Look, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Okay, so Bronson Reed versus Chad Gable. Shout out to Ref Aja. Gable tries to suplex Reed, but none doing. Bronson gives me Bam Bam vibes. 
he can use his power and athleticism at the same time. Which is in Wade and Cole then both say that that see they copied me. They said that Bronson reminds him of Bam Bam Bigelow. They they do in fact say that his ring gear is an homage to Bam Bam, you know, with the flames and stuff. Uh, the match continues. Bronson hits a tsunami and gets the victory. Uh, it's Muscle Champion Vignette. He talks about how he made an agreement with himself to play the long game and be patient when he joined Raw. He waited and found out patience is not a virtue, it's a crutch. He calls out Gunther, saying he has what he wants. Sammy and KO are backstage uh, uh, talking. KO and backstage. Oh, KO and Sammy and KO arguing backstage about Jay. Jay appears and tells KO to say it to his face. KO accuses him of being in Judgment Day. KO doesn't care if he joins Judgment Day or not. Either way, if he cares if he joins Judgment Day or not, either way, he doesn't trust him. KO leaves. Sammy tells Jay that you gotta give KO some time to come around. Sammy says Jay has a big decision to make. Uh, Becky Lynch comes out and issues an open show. This this segment was weird. Because I couldn't tell who was supposed to be portraying what. Natty comes down, really defensive for some reason. Becky says when she issued the challenge, she expected someone young and fresh to come down. They go back and forth. And like I said, I'm not sure who's the heel and who's the face here. Nelly, Natty is yelling at her for no reason, and Becky is stammering and backpedaling like a chicken shit heel. <laughs> so we get the match Natalia versus Becky in the NXT Women's Championship. Natty begins by attacking Becky and showing her shoulder, shoving her shoulder into, I don't know why I'm showing, shoving her shoulder into the ring post. These two women are great in the ring. The match ends up to two ladies trade roll-ups, and Becky comes out on top after having a better roll-up. Man, say it like it was. Natty tried, but Natty is in her normal spot. <laughs> Poor Natty. Yeah, she's actually really good at wrestling. They just don't let her showcase. They just don't let her showcase that, and that's why she's in the spot that she's in. Like, I mean, just off the top of my head, her against Kong in uh, in Japan—that was a really good match. Y'all go fight. He's probably on Daily Motion or something. So, uh, it's uh, Dragon Lee and Anna Pierce are talking in the back. Dominic interrupts, asking why Nia Jax hasn't been punished yet. He then focuses his attention on Dragon Lee. He doesn't like guys in masks because they remind him of his deadbeat dad. Dragon, says, Dragon Lee says he will take his title from him next week. He leaves and Dom says in Spanish, I will forever be champion. Alright, so Giovanni Vinci versus Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa. Good match, lots of good holes and physicality. Ciampa wins after locking the Sicilian stretch on Vinci and making him tap. Gunther is watching backstage. Kaiser berates Vinci as they head back up the ramp. I don't think uh, Vinci is uh, going to be in this too long. The way they plan it, it doesn't feel like it. Right. Uh, Seth Rollins interviews. He's backstage limping. Byron asks him, how's he feeling? Seth says he's tired and in a lot of pain and he's trying to keep it together. But he is losing his mind. He's willing to do whatever it takes to get Nakamura in the ring. Nakamura wants to do things on his terms, but maybe Seth can. It's been doing it all wrong. He needs to just take his hands off the wheel. He looks into the camera and addresses Nakamura, letting him name the time and place, and even the stipulation. All right, so Jay Uso versus Drew McIntyre. The two stare each other down at first. They fight, do some chops. Judgment Day come down. Come down during some of the fighting on the outside. Drew hits a superplex on Jay while Judgment Day cheered Jay on from the outside. They fight some more. Drew hits a glass cow kiss on Jay. Jay hits a Samoan drop on Drew for a two count. 
uh, see more wrestling, but even the, even though both men are exhausted. No, more wrestling, even though both men are exhausted. Drew climbs the top rope, dives on Jay, but Jay moves. Drew hits a spine buster for a two count. Drew kips up, wants, waits to hit a claymore, but Judgment Day distract the ref and Drew. But then Jay dropkicks Drew as he goes to attack, but only gets a two count. Judgment Day are in Jay's ear as he catches his breath in the corner. Jay stands up. Damien in his ear, Jay fist bumps Damien and then super kicks judgment, all the judgment they off the apron one at a time. Uh, Drew hits a claymore on Jay and gets the 1 2 3 victory. Well, guess we got our answer. <laughs> uh, Drew goes to leave after the match. Jay is laid out in the ring. Judgment they circle the wagons and then attack Jay. Uh, McIntyre looks on, thinks about it, starts to walk away, turns again, thinks about it some more. Cody Rhodes runs down for the save. And then Drew just leaves. Judgment Day retreats. Cody stands tall with Jay recovering in the corner. Cody helps Jay up. We fade to black. And that is your Monday Night Raw. So what did y'all think about the show? This was good. Fast paced. The thread with uh, um, Jay was pretty good throughout the show. The Gunther Bron- uh, Bronson Reed match I thought was really good. I like that a lot. Gable, Gable, Gable. Oh, Gable, excuse me, Gable. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that match a lot, really a whole lot. Um, and uh, the uh, the main event was real good with the the you know storytelling within the match. So yeah, I thought this was strong. Yeah, everybody trying to. Um figure out where is Jay you know can he trust Jay and everything you know KO and um Drew and Drew just let that make it be <laughs> dang he probably said, I, I should go back he told that's Cody never mind I was supposed to do that what was your all match of the night Oh, you already said read it, read it, uh, Abel, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to wait for that. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Oh, yeah, probably the same. I just want to know where on the map, which, where the, the country of Florida is. <laughs> uh, same place where Wakanda is. <laughs> right. So we got think they uh setting up a, a super heavyweight women's triple threat. It's possible. Well, you see that. Well, she didn't get her by surprise. When I said, "Naya already pretty much like manhandled Piper." Um, I think that they gotta be careful with Naya in this run because you know and not not expose like not exp- her horribleness. Yeah, not not put her too long of her matches or things like that. Right. You know, but I think it could work. They just got to be smarter about it this time. I know this isn't from Rob, but did I hear right that Dave Brown was going to be on, on AEW? Dave Brown? I think he's like 80? I don't know. I think they were going to be in like Memphis or something. I don't know. I could have swore I heard that some, somewhere. Or like on a show or something. Wow. Because okay. I was watching You Know Who's last match. And I could have swore I heard it on there. But I don't know. Because Lance Russell passed already, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But no, yeah, that, that's 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 raw for you. All right. Well, this is the part of the show that everybody waits for. So it's time for Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese and the Mo Melsa news segment. Well, it's time to give out shout outs and thank yous. That's the favorite part of the show. <laughs> oh, my bad. You know, this is your favorite part right here. My favorite part? No, yeah. my favorite part. Your part. Oh, you trying to say I'm I'm biased? <laughs> you don't think you don't think you don't think I'll give I don't, I don't like to hear Sam's you know Riverton um, Monday night Monday night war report. You know how he talks every hold, every um, every stare down, every breath that they take. <laughs> All right, smarty. Detail. <laughs> That's what we call that in the business detail. <laughs> All right, so um, the big the big big news is you know Jade Cargill um, made her departure from All Elite Wrestling. A lot of people would first even thought it was just rumor and scuttlebutt, but then, you know, things started picking up. You know, saying it was like after last week, they were saying she wrestles her match on um, Rampage against Chris Atlanta, and her and Chris did the whole um, curtain call sort of thing. You know, that version of the curtain call. I hugged each other goodbye, and it was one of those goodbyes, we'll see you down the road kind of hugs. Apparently, she went backstage. They gave her a standing ovation. They sent her off well, apparently. Um, and apparently, she reported to the um, PC this week. She, uh, not her, but Mark Sterling had a uh, Brandon Phillips jersey. I don't know if you noticed that. I thought that was kind of cool. Like a a Brandon what? A Brandon Phillips jersey. Oh, oh yeah. Her, her husband. <laughs> yeah, he was holding it as they were coming out. Okay, that's fine. I didn't catch that. That's pretty cool. Um, so, apparently, um, that um, um, what's the girl name? Just saw her tonight on NXT. Um, Becky Lynch. So the, <laughs> Dang, you know what? Like, really? <laughs> that, that Irish gal. Yeah, I'm um, Seth Seth Rollins' wife. <laughs> um, so she um she was trying to lobby to get um, Tegan Knox that match, but. It got um, management switched to Natalian, and they said probably the reason why was that since Becky Lynch couldn't make it to the superstar um, spectacle in um, India, they gave her that rub. Um, they gave Natalia the rub for the um, with the NXT women's title match, which spoiler alert she lost. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to she was trying to get Tegan Knox Becky Lynch was trying to was lobbying to get Tegan Knox that match, but management said they wanted to throw the tire that solid. I wonder who Tegan Knox has made mad or, or who or who she's shown that she can't be trusted. 
probably Nick Khan when he saw her walking back. Did not get rid of you? What are you going <laughs> back in? <laughs> Nick Khan was like, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be gone. Um, also, with uh, in regards to Jade and uh, Tony Khan, Tony Khan was given an interview and he had said, um, Jay Cargill is always welcome in oh, yeah. AEW. You know, kind of like the Brian, the Brian Pillman thing. Hey, the door's still open for you. you Want to come back? Another Tony Khan quote is when they asked him about the WWE UFC merger. His word, his word quote was fascinating. He um <laughs> he definitely um was like oh. Like, your name was asked about Jade leaving. He was like, I can't speak on that. But <laughs> she's a great competitor we would like to have back in, in within our company. Um, I, we, I know she won't ever, oh, I know she won't ever say it, but I wonder if she, if she really did leave to advance her career or did something happen? Mm-hmm. I don't know, because when she first signed, she said she didn't want to be just another number in the WWE's developmental system. But I guess somebody must have must have got in her ear and said, listen, you want that bag. You want to go be in movies and stuff. This is the company we'll do it Yeah, like that, that's, that, that's kind of what I wanted to want to talk about. Cause, you know, these AEW fanboys are really, really mad. And they're just kind of like, because I was like, yeah, she wants to do movies and stuff. And WWE is going to help her do that. Oh, well, like if she gets the right agent, she can do that. I'm like, if she gets an agent, she'll be like henchwoman number 11 in like a B movie. On her own, you know, like, but if she has like the WWE machine behind her, mm-hmm. yeah, she'll be in featured films, right? She'll get this, she'll get the creative Cena and um, Rock has, right? And it's just like, yeah, like that's that's kind of what I've been wanting to talk about. These AEW fanboys are just like they AEW fanboys be mad, <laughs> like, like, like you just you, you get that camera on meme, you, you mad. Right, and then he's like, "What else are they?" Oh, he's like, "Oh yeah, one person." I was like, "I think you might have seen this." Mo, and he's, the dude was like, "I can't wait for her to get buried like Sasha Banks." Yes, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, from what angle is Sasha Banks buried?" They just be talking out the side of their mouth. And another, another guy was like, oh, yeah, uh, "Okay, wait till she gets buried." I'm like, "How?" She's not gonna get buried. <laughs> like she has a major talent that they're acquiring. They're not just gonna they're not gonna put polka dots on her and make her be a plumber. Jesus Christ. You know how they would they would they would they would they they, they speaking of they probably giving her like high um like having cre- high creative for her, so Right. And and even if they can't, I mean like they'll take her they'll take they'll send her the PC, but even if they can't work with her there, like They'll hide her. They'll hide her. Um, her negatives, you know. Like they won't put her out on front street. Because like WWE is very good at like not showing off like your weaknesses. We want. We don't see. But I'm actually. This is what I've been wanting since day one. Like when she first started doing this, I was like, yeah, I can totally picture her doing big things in WWE. And we're like, we're gonna get your wish. Um, did we talk about the Pro Wrestling Illustrated when they come out after last week? 
Nope. They came after last week. Okay. So I'll run down this top 10 um, for the top 500 for 2023. Uh, number 10 is Cody Rhodes. Number nine is Josh Alexander. Number eight is Orange Cassidy. Number seven is um, Okada. Six is MJF. Five is Vakino. Really? That yes. Is? Yes. Number four is Gunther. Three is Moxley. Two is Roman. Number one. Wait, do you think Holy Vikingo is is ahead of Vikingo? Huh? No. Vikingo was number five. Gunther's number four. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what universe? What? <laughs> what is this? I'm going from ten to one. So oh, yeah. Okay, so okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So you know, yeah. So it was Moxley, Reigns, and Seth Rollins round at the top three. Yeah, that's why Rollins tweeted out that uh, picture of like them of the shield uh, fists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because they were one, two, three, and there was some, and there was some people running the clip of um, Moxley saying, "You're looking at three Beyonces." Oh, God, <laughs> and so <laughs> and, and it prompted and it prompted the question to say, "Which era of Beyonce do you think that each one of the um, each one of them are in?" <laughs> Of course, they were saying Seth was Renaissance. Um, oh no! Roman was definitely getting like lemonade. Um, <laughs> Moxley, they were saying was the was for her. That was the one with um, we like the party, we run the world, all that. And see, I, I feel Moxley was more like guest artist on like on a, on a Cameron record, Beyonce. See, that's too terrible. <laughs> You were terrible. That's that. Like that's Cameron, that. Cameron featuring featuring Destiny Child. Yeah, that's or Silk the Shocker featuring the Silk the Shocker featuring Destiny Child. No, the the Cameron one that, that happened too. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, but that song was actually good though. That's like the one song that I actually like from him. The um the the um the cam no. Um, the camera on one, that's what he brought up. I guess he, he threw it up. Oh, yeah, he brought it up, he brought up in, a, in another. In, he in said, another had, another. You, had, you, had your girls think about selling crap. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> that was on the SDD album, SDE album, right? Yeah, Sports Drugs. Sports Bullet. That's not what it's called. It's SDE. Yeah, Sports Drugs Entertainment. Shh. <laughs> for legal purposes, originally had the NWA, the NBA logo, but with like the dude holding a gun instead of a basketball. But um, yeah, so they was the whole thing about was this was the three members of the Shield make taking out the top three, and it was an argument being made that um, somebody would have had a, a bigger year if they would have would have been injured or something like that. But it was it's crazy that Orange Cassidy moved up like a hundred something, I think it was a hundred something points or close to it to number number eight. I'm sure Cornette loved that. Oh, I know Cornette gonna pop when he see that. A little dog pocket. No, he'd be like he'd be like the mascot. The mascot of the company is number eight. <laughs> oh no, they were saying they were saying Sam if Sam Punk would have been injured, he'd have been it had been, you know, he probably been top five. I'm still surprised, but King, but Vakino, Vakino is definitely that number five spot. 
Well, we all know that he's not deserving of that spot, but, you know, he wasn't the one who put him there. So it wasn't. All right, so, Mo, you probably have the inside scoop. What's Is Adam Copeland joining AEW? They say that they're far away on money with the WWE. They're far away on money with him, LA Knight. There's a couple of, it was a couple of people I saw they was named Fall Whale Money with. So when you fall away on the cash, you know, Sasha well Mercedes right and tweeted out the lyrics to um Adam's um Edge's theme song. So Oh poor Sasha, the way she just got buried buried out of a job. Oh, poor girl. <laughs> He's like, Jake Hargill is going to do more than her. I'm like, what? <laughs> but, um, oh, that will be reading off the stuff, reading off this, these news. I saw I saw that match that she had, and while Sadlander has improved, she's still not very good. Yeah. Oh, this is something I wanted to say. Um, so last week on Dynamite, when it ended with um, Joe um, taking out um, Adam Cole, and I was like, oh, they ran NXT back. <laughs> <laughs> I said they ran NXT back when he um, ran up, when they um, they was fighting in the back, and Adam Cole came and pushed back, pushed back Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe took off the deck because he, he couldn't, he couldn't get involved with the competitors unless he was provoked. So I guess he was provoked. There was the same episode where Kyle O'Reilly had to make had to um had to position um Braun Breaker to hold him back. <laughs> it is all on the camera and everything too. Like you see you see Samoa breaking up the fight and the next thing you know you see Kyle O'Reilly um, grabbing Braun Baker and putting him up trying to hold him back. <laughs> I was like, I know it's your first appearance on TV, but bruh, come on. <laughs> Get your cues together. <laughs> um, um yeah, so uh, another reason why the Bianca Belair is taking time off is they finished up their um, Hulu reality series, The Crawfords. So, when that, I guess we get a trailer for that, even though, you know, the strike and everything, but they're putting, they putting shows out. <laughs> I'm looking at, like, the cover for, like, this this month because they do a monthly the uh, the uh, Nate Milton NWA show mm-hmm. the cover is like a picture of Jane says grand opening grand closing <laughs> um, The Rock returned last week to Smackdown and they popped heavily for him You knew that was, so, was going to be huge. That was all about three million almost. Yeah, they said that he, they amassed a lot of views in like 
72 hours. Now imagine if they would have known he was coming. But I'm pretty sure they made up for that on YouTube and and all the secondary views. Yeah. But it's just still funny that he showed up there and I was just like, oh, wait a minute, there's Devil. And I was just like, so this means... That's when I looked up and I saw Pat McAfee on TV and I said, here we go. And then The Rock comes out. So... Yeah, so Warner Brothers announced that they're having a Warner Brothers Discovery writer announced that live sports are coming to Max starting next month. Oh, they're saying AEW is currently not included, but I'm sure in some way, somehow, some shape or form, you're going to start seeing that being maneuvered there because it's probably an additional like $10 a month for you to um, for you get it by then. They're not, they're not going to start charge you for it until like February 2024. Cool. Um. Yeah, so about why AEW having trouble moving tickets. Heard they was giving like two for ones out for Grand Slam. Hey, they, you know, they they run run the same shows in the in the, in the, in the same territory yearly. They say it just takes a took took a dive. That's what Cornette was saying. Mm. Maybe they don't have anything that's that good. They ain't got no. Good story. I don't have anything that's super high. I mean, MJF and Samoa Joe could be, but they they just really starting to tell the story. I think. Yeah, but you know, once they get to the closer show time, it'll be tickets will be a little bit more cheaper. Mm. They definitely was some two for ones. <laughs> From what I heard about that stadium, that uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium, it's, it's that's where it's at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is not very. It's just not equipped to handle anything outside of the tennis. Um, they don't sell alcohol at all. They don't. And then uh, I forget. It's just like it's just like the way it's set up. It's just not good for that. And a lot of people I know went the first time and they just never wanted to go back. Yeah, but um, they just, you know, and I guess they were saying, um, Cornette was explaining about the actual number for all in was like 70-something thousand, but he was saying something about a turnstile count or something like that. Yeah, because they were, they were originally counting like tickets sold, right. and they did another count for actual people that went through the turnstile. Yeah. And it was just like it was like in the seventy thousand. So it was like, and they were saying a lot of people were just saying they're going to um, hop on AEW about that. 
But who knows? Um, I was listening to Cornette the other day, and he was talking about the uh, the Gable and Gunther match. He really, really loved that match, which I really surprised me that he said anything positive about Gable. Right. He likes Gable. He just don't like the the ceiling. The, the, the gimmicks, yeah, the gimmicks. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, that's a good old school match. Yeah. Um, Don, here's your main event matchups for the week. <laughs> All right, what we got? What we got? Uh, Nikki Cross versus Indy Hartwell. Okay. Tegan Knox versus um, Zia Lee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got to watch that. Support Tegan Knox. And support Sam and Wenton. Um, Zia Lee. <laughs> Hey, Aaliyah isn't there, so only one half. Support one half of Zia Lee, all right? (laughs) Um, Dang it. I'm definitely in on that. I really hate Twitter. Why do you hate Twitter, sir? I just saw, like, what was trending, and, like, it's basically a a spoiler for Ahsoka. It's trending. And I haven't watched it yet, the new episode. It always keeps you with the spoilers, bro. Well, like the name of a character that that was going to come out, or they were speculating was going to come out, his name popped up on the trending thing. Uh So here's the names of the people who tried out at the um, who tried at the PC. Um, Copeland Barbie, a collegiate wrestler. Uh, David Goldie worked AEW recent or worked AEW Dark and did an All Star Junior Festival matches in Japan. Um, Jay Malachi, who's been in AEW, Jamie Stanley, um, tag team and refereeing for NWA. Um, Ray Jazz, wrestler for MLW, Hollywood Haley J who was an OVW talent who was on the recent wrestlers documentary, which I haven't watched yet. Have y'all watched it yet? No. Uh, people are saying it's very good, though. Yeah. Um, Kelsey Heather, who was a wild talent, who was on AEW Dark. Valentina Rossi, um, Maddie Rickonowski, and Demarius Logo. I also say it was a Jessica Roden who um, trained with Rikishi hmm. and Jasmine Allure. She was um, on... She was on AEW. Yeah, she was on AEW and she um, wrestled Lacey Evans this year on SmackDown. Okay. That's pretty much all I got because... Um, Everything's about the merger, and I'm like, it's boring. <laughs> yeah, people losing their jobs and stuff like that. We don't want to talk about. That. Yeah, I was like, I remember, it was always. They were talking yeah, about like they were talking about they were doing layoffs and stuff, you know, for the. And somebody on Twitter was like, oh, "I wonder if AEW would pick any of them up." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure they need more accountants and you uh, know, sales 
<laughs> sales managers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were saying, like, they were telling people to work from home, work remote. And it was just like, they sent an email for the ones who didn't get cut. They said, oh, the cuts are complete. They said Dana Warrior was among those got let go. Really? Yeah, it'd be funny. Like, they were like, yeah, work, work remote. And then they sent them a letter. You know what? Just stay there. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And somebody asked, is the Warrior, the Warrior um, Award going to leave along with her? I said, I don't think so. They probably would just fly back in. Like, you know, we know we let you go, but we need you to do this appearance for us. <laughs> just disappear into the bushes for a minute, right? Right. <laughs> um, so you know what that means, right? We had kind of slow, slow day or so, week or so. So you know everything about to hit the fan over the next couple of days. Somebody about to do something stupid. What's up with Matt Riddle? Is he uh, he still on suspension? So he wasn't suspended. He just was sick. Oh, he was sick. Okay. Yeah. That's what yeah, you call so. when you show out and make wild claims against TSA agents and stuff. They say you're sick when you don't go to work. Hey. Oh, I mean, it's interesting. Wasn't he himself accused of something not that long ago? Yes. Yes, he was. interesting choice of uh, explanation he gave for what they were doing to him. Oh well. Alright. Well, uh, Sam, you got anything you want to add before we get into the shout outs and thank yous? They're doing uh, Royal Quest 3. The Rev Pro and JPW uh, collab show. Okay. Definitely should be good. That should be you know, October 14th. Mm-hmm. So that means we'll be able to watch it on New Japan World sometime in November? Well, they didn't do that the last two times, did they? I think they did. I think you could watch it later. I don't think they kept it as one of those, like, um, out-of-your-area pay-per-views that they do sometimes. Oh, yeah, they do do that, right? Like, like they have, they all have, whenever they do eight shows with AEW, they have AEW stuff, but it's only for Japan only. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I hope I'm able to watch that. Uh, your boy Tyrus giving his retirement speech. Oh God! <laughs> the WA power. Somebody call his mama, <laughs> please. I mean, like politics aside, he's just not very good in the ring, and he's slow. He's old. He can't move. I don't know why they made him. Or why they made him champion. This is the seats that stuck to me and Snoop Dogg's bodyguard all, all them years ago. <laughs> uh, that's, all, that's all I got. I got nothing else. All right. Well, at this point in time, we'll start with Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, sir. Start us out with your shout outs and thank you. Uh, shout out to you two fellas. Uh, shout out to our. Um, J to the Max, Semi, um, Terry's Boy, and Wall. Um, um, shoot. Jula Julep, Mamazette, Miss V, Queen Mom, Mindy, Our Spaces Crew, and 
everybody that's down with us. See the hashtags. <laughs> Mr. Samuel Columbia, your shout out. Thank you, sir. Uh, shout out to you guys. Shout out to Classic over there. I don't know. Somewhere in the in the ether. And uh, shout out to my boy, Quan. And that's pretty much it. All right. We'll give a big shout out to me. To me, of course. No. To Miss <laughs> Didi Jonay. It was her birthday this past weekend. So shout out to her. Hope she had an awesome birthday. Shout out to Miss Jason Max and Miss Simmy. You can check us out on the latest edition of the WrestleCast where we broke down NXT and SmackDown where The Rock returned to his home smackdown uh, you can check out the raw cast each and every week as well as the nxt cast with me and miss simmy you can also check out the dark match where we break down AEW over on the patreon page as well continue to rate and review uh, give us five stars positive sentence or two about what we're doing here on the raw cast and all of our programming on the CSPN. shout out to the guys over on the comic book chronicles check them out uh for your latest and when it comes to comic book magazines and movies and news of that sort <laughs> continue to use the hashtag rawcast each and every monday night to share your commentary with color with us on twitter and um you know shout out to everybody that's down with cspn and the wrestlecast greatly appreciate you guys listening and uh, sharing your commentary with colors color with us each and every week so for Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese and our broadcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Monday Night Raw. Please welcome my guest, main event, Jay Uso. What's up, Jay? Listen, uh, earlier tonight, Kevin Owens had some pretty stinging remarks about your return to Mondays. And uh, I mean, Drew McIntyre doesn't seem to appreciate your presence much either. How have you been handling this not so warm welcome back? It's all good, Jack. I, I know I got a lot of eyes on me, right? Uh, big red target on my back, right? As far as me and Drew go, got to go out there and get real physical. I got history with him. Yo, Jack. So I know what to expect. Jackie, you mind giving us a second? Gentlemen. I don't know how you view me, dog. But actually, I'm here to ask you for a favor, man. Judgment Day, they're looking for an Uso. Now the crew is really pushing hard for Jimmy. But I'm standing here looking at you. I want main event Jey Uso in the Judgment Day. I can't make that decision though. It's not a dictatorship. We are families. Hey, Priest, I know all about family use. All due respect, you know about your bloodline. That right there makes them relatives. What we got is something special. If you're willing, and if you want, we can be the family 
you've been looking for your whole life. The only thing I'm asking from you is don't make me look bad in front of my family. Yes or no? Give us an answer by the end of the night.